You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Joe Taranto and joining me is Mark Vaughan. Mark is the Water Partnership Manager at Logan City Council and we're discussing Cedar Grove Environmental Centre, one of Australia's most sustainable wastewater treatment plants. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Joe. Water Partnership Manager, what, what's your role involve? Okay, so at Logan, we deliver our capital works uh, in, a, in a partnership. We've got four partners to to that um, uh, set up. So it is Logan City Council, Downer Utilities, WSB and Cardinal. So my role is to, to manage that partnership and deliver the capital works for Logan City Council. And capital works have been coming along hard and fast for Logan. Tell us about the growth that's happening for Logan City in all areas of the community. Yeah, very true, Jay. Very true. Um, so we've got a, a number of growth fronts, um, and a lot of them are actually driven by the state government, uh, Queensland state government uh, priority priority development areas. So there's one around Yarrabilba, and there's one around the Greater Flagstone. So they're two very big growth fronts for Logan. Um, out at uh, Greater Flagstone, where which is serviced by the Cedar Grove Environmental Centre. Uh, there's about 160,000 people are going to move there ultimately. At the moment, we're, we're less than 5,000. So we've got a, a very big growth fund and we've got to put in the uh, infrastructure needed to service that community. Some of the challenges in facing that growth for, for you as a council and utility providers as well, what do they look like? Well, out at uh, Greater Flagstone, there is only a very small temporary treatment plant at the moment. So we need to build some long-term trunk infrastructure out there. Um, so we needed to come up with a wastewater solution for the that priority development area. So the solution we came up with was a wastewater treatment plant at Cedar Grove. And we were going to treat the water, then uh, once it's met its environmental conditions, discharge to the Logan River. And Cedar Grove Environmental Centre is more than just a wastewater treatment plant, it seems. Oh, very much so. Well, what um, what we've managed to do there, the licence conditions that we've got uh, from, for this plant are, are some of the strictest. We believe they're actually the strictest in Queensland. So the licence conditions that we have uh, are, are no net nutrients increase to the river and we've actually got an offset for every one kilogram of nutrients we release we've actually got an offset by a kilo and a half uh, so we've we've actually um, done a lot of things to meet this license condition so we've got a on the site there's an advanced membrane bioreactor plant and then after we've got that plant then we've got uh, a, a constructed uh, wetlands to actually then try and strip the nitrogen from the water and as the third part of the plant is a nutrient offset project. So upstream of the plant, there's some unstable riverbanks and we're using um, riverbank stabilisation there to make sure that all that nutrient-laden sediment is actually captured and doesn't get uh, uh, dislodged in, in flood events. And how important has been involving the community in the design and, and the development of this new centre as well. Yeah, well, that's actually been a big change for us. So our original plan when we went out, uh, we thought that we were going to, to build a treatment plant and that was the main, uh, going to be the main feature on the site. When we actually announced to the community that we were going to have a treatment plant down at Cedar Grove, um, 
Well, even though we'd uh, had the land holding for a fair while and it would have been earmarked as a wastewater treatment plant, um, there was a fairly strong negative community reaction there. So what we did at that stage was form a community reference group and started to work through with those guys how to best utilise the land. Um, when we worked through it, we got a large site and only 5% of it was going to be actually what you would consider the traditional um, beyond concrete uh, structures for a treatment plant. The other 95% of it was either the treatment wetlands that we put in, as I said before, to strip the nitrogen, or it was really just land designated as buffer land. Most of it was floodplain, but there was definitely a community use for that land. And what were some of the interests in the use of that land? What were some of the things that came out of the reference group? Well, straight away, the, what the reference group told us was that they... Uh, their ambition for the site was to have an environmental focus. So we, we surveyed the, um, the, the members of the group and the most strong uh, feedback that we got was that they wanted access to the land for community benefit and they also wanted it to be an environmental focus. In terms of community access, what will be at the environmental centre for community to use? Yeah, well, through the uh, development of the project, uh, we've identified some partners that we're going to work with. So on the site, we're going to have uh, we're going to partner with the Cedar Grove Landcare Group. They're going to be situated. Their headquarters will be right near our treatment plant. We're going to open up the access road, have a car park there, and then from that car park, we're going to install some walking tracks that will allow our residents to uh, access the Logan River in an area that they haven't been before. The area of the Logan River is behind the Wairarlong Weir, so it's actually a beautiful spot that, uh, we, you know, before we joined with the community reference group, our intent had been we were going to continue to graze this area and just use it as buffer land. But I suppose what has come through working with the community is the, is the desire for uh, them to have access to the area and then what, what the end result is going to be is opening up a, a beautiful part of the Logan for all the residents to use. I understand there's even a men's shed on the site. Yeah, oh, the men's shed's not not on the site, um, but we've been partnering with okay. the, the Logan Village men's shed, um, and those, those guys have, uh, when we cleared for the wetlands, the um, the men's shed took some of the, the uh, uh, there were some, a number of significant but dead trees were already on the site, so we fell those trees and actually gave the wood to the men's shed. And what they've managed to do is they've uh, taken that wood stripped it back and they've uh, returned it to us as these magnificent uh, picnic uh, tables that we're going to be able to dot around the area and um, be part of the community use area. Fantastic. And the plant, when will it be fully operational? Uh, well, we're, we're recording this in uh, in late May. Um, it's about two weeks today until uh, the plant's operational. So we're we're very excited. We're in the final stages of, of pre-commissioning. There's obviously a lot of potential impacts and benefits from a site like this. Can you tell us about some? Yeah, so um, as I said earlier, um, we, we've got what we believe to be the strictest uh, license in Queensland. So what we want to be able to show from this plant is one that with the combination of modern technology treatment, uh, then constructed wetlands and a nutrient office project, firstly, we can actually meet, meet this super tough license. But then we think that there's lots of other benefits that we're going to get from the site. And measuring uh, how, how much the community comes out to the site, I think, is you know, a measure of how, how well the community acceptance of what we're now calling the Cedar Grove Environmental Centre is. Additionally, 
we're going to be researching the effectiveness of wetlands for, for stripping um, nitrogen from the from the treated effluent. There is um, a, there have been some very successful plants at doing it, and we're we're trying to bring some certainty to some of the assumptions around the effectiveness of the uh, wetlands for actually taking the nutrients out. We know that they they can do it, but there is um, a lot of assumptions in in the effectiveness, and what that's going to lead for us is actually sizing our future plants. If we can get more out of the wetlands and more efficiency out of the wetlands, then our future stages can be smaller, obviously. You've learned a lot along the way throughout this experience. What are some of the things that Logan Water Partnerships realised embarking on a process like this? Look, the, the main thing that uh, I've taken out of this project is um, that the benefits there are in involving the community early and really taking their feedback on. Um, through this project, we've managed to now, I've touched on our partnerships with the Men's Shed and the uh, Landcare Facility, but we've also got partnerships with like Belong, a trainee group that's uh, in the local area, and we're using those guys. They're using our site and we're using them. Um, they're, they're getting their uh, certifications in land management through uh, doing work on our site. So it's another uh, win-win partnership for both uh, us and Belong. Um, we've now got a great relationship with the traditional owners of the site. We've done some work with both Yuguri Yuguri Paul and Dunga Balan. Um, through the project, both of those groups had um, uh, ownership over some of the land. So we've worked with them and got cultural heritage management plans um, with both parties. Um, and even internally with council. Um, council has uh, uh, another area that is actually responsible for looking after offset planting. So now on the site, we've actually got around 37,000 trees have been planted on the site, which is, uh, is councils is using the site as one of its offset projects for when a, a developer clears and, and pays to do that clearing, then council can uh, consolidate that money and look for large offset uh, sites, and, and this is going to be one of them. So put all that together, and we've actually ended up with a, a fantastic site there down there that I think is a great benefit for the community. How's a project like this funded, Mark? Yeah, so uh, we're working with Economic Development Queensland or EDQ on this project. So EDQ and Council uh, have a infrastructure agreement and we're re required to provide all the sub-regional infrastructure for the Greater Fladstone Priority Development Area. In the in turn, EDQ collect uh, developer charges off the local developers and that's how the whole project's funded. It sounds like it's going to be a busy couple of weeks for you, Mark. I've been speaking with Mark Vaughan, Water Partnership Manager at Logan City Council. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks, Joe, and thanks for the opportunity to talk about the focus.